0: Love Talk Radio Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Focus. This is your host, DJ Act One, coming to you live from my studio. And you all know, if you've been listening for any period of time, where that is. On this morning's show, I'm going to be talking about love. I'm going to look at love from the perspective of movies, TV shows, and books. And then we're going to look at love a little bit through... Corinthians, and maybe a few other randomly sprinkled in verses that mention love, and the things that all, you know, go around love, because love is happening today, all over the world, people are celebrating, well, at least in the United States and Canada, they are celebrating Valentine's Day with their loved ones, you know, all that valentine goodness with the hearts, and the candy, and the sugar, and the whoa, yeah, so... A lot of things happening today for Valentine's Day. I will personally probably not be really celebrating it. Um, so I think that is a hint. Not everybody has to. Everybody's like, oh, well, someone's not celebrating sad fish here. Yeah, so if you're not celebrating it, it's not the end of the world. But everybody has a Valentine. His name is Jesus. He loved you so much that he died for you. Oh, yeah, think about that. He loved so much that he died for you. And if that's true... That's a heck of a lot of love, let me tell you. Because uh, maybe even your girlfriend or your boyfriend's not going to die for you. Maybe they will, and then that's great. So, rock on. All right, so, without further ado, I bring to you Be Shock. You are the best here on The Focus. All right, and we're back, and that was B-Shock with You Are the Best here on The Focus. And if you want to hear more of his music, go to B-Shock.com or dot com, And you can actually download a bunch of his music if not all of it are free. It's awesome music. So spread the love to B-Shock. And let him know that you heard about him here on The Focus. So on this morning's show, we're talking about love. Now, a lot of people say, oh, love is like this mushy, gushy, gwee, whatever, and it's all about, um, it's more than just a release. You know, it's more than, you know, I'm going to beat around the bush here because it's kind of a kid-friendly show, but this episode's a little more adult, whatever, but it's, you know, it's more than sex. It's more than things like that. But, you know, like, look at any TV show today any TV show, any movie, any movie, any TV show, doesn't matter what it is. Just, you know, think of your favorite TV show, your favorite movie. Chances are someone has told somebody that they love them and then proceeded to have sex with them. And, you know, or they say, why do you love me? And then they have sex or whatever. They do things like that. They do, but, you know, love is so much more than that. Like, you talk to a lot of older people who have been married. Like, take couples that have been married for, like, 50 years, people that have married for 25 years, 30 years. And, they'll say, and you say, oh, well, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, and I still got a cough that won't go away. It's driving me nuts. But you talk to these people, and you're like, okay, wow, you've been married for 30 years, man. That's a long time. How... How can you put up with each other for thirty years? How can you stand each other? How do you do it? Because it's just so crazy. That's you know crazy people talking that don't understand love. They'll say, "Well, we love each other." And the, my favorite quote, and it has a lot to do with love, and it says, "It's it's a quote from this old, older couple that have been married for like seventy, sixty, fifty." Years they're like eighty up in the you know they've been married for fifty sixty years they're up in their seventies eighties you know they've been married for a super long time and they're like okay so you know how did you make your marriage work all these years and of course you know you you say it's love but what they say because a lot of people today when they get married the least little tiny thing happens and oh we're getting a divorce we're we're no longer going to be together we're we're not going to stay together because, blank excuse, oh, I just can't stand this person. This person just annoys me so bad that, you know, it was a big mistake. I was drunk, and we did it in Vegas, or we did it somewhere where we can just drive, you know, we just drove through and did it, and they annoy me so bad, I just can't stand them, i got I to gotta get divorced. You know, I thought I could do this, but it's been a year, and I can't take it anymore. That kind of thing. So this older couple, you know, they were questioned, they were like, You know, how'd you do it? How'd you make it work? And they said, when I, you know, in our day, when something was broke, you didn't throw it out. You fixed it. Now, where I'm from, if you love something so strongly that you didn't want to get rid of it and you had a true love for something or, you know, you didn't get rid of it. Like, I have a lot of, like, I have a new camera bag. I have a need for it. It is the best, one of the best camera bags I've ever had. And I am going to fix that thing because it's not that broke. And it's easy to fix. Some things are a little bit harder to fix. Like if you, for instance, have a Christmas ornament that's gotten knocked off a tree. But if you've had it since you were, like, ten and you bought it with your, you know, it was one of the first things you ever bought with your allowance or something. And it got knocked off the tree when you were ten. Or something that a special relative gave to you that you really love, this ornament. You're going to get some glue. You're going to sit down. You're going to take the time to fix it. And that says to me, love, 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 love. Because if you're going to fix something, you're going to put it back together and, and cherish it even more. Because now you have new memories of fixing it. And it's, you know... Awesome that way. Just amazing that way. Totally cool, totally rad, totally awesome. Totally amazing. So love, 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 love. Takes forever. What do you mean love takes forever? Well, over time, you know, you love somebody. And I think oh yeah, you think, oh, I've been married a year. I love this this man. I love this man. I done married him last year. And I love him. But by the time I become 90 and I'm on this door, I'm going to love him even more. And, you know, that kind of thing. So, Or, like, some, some dude's like, yeah, I love my woman.
1: We've been married
0: for 20 years. Do you love her more than the day you married her? Of course I do. Do you love her more than the day you married her? Of course I do. But if you love her more than the, the day you married her, you know. It's like Mickey and Minnie. <clears throat> oh, I love Minnie. I love all my friends, too, but I have a love for Minnie that's never going to end. And then, you know, like... And you think about that. Mickey and Minnie have been married forever. Or, like, who knows why, but... Wilma Flintstone married Fred Flintstone, and they love each other. It's love, man. Those are kind of interesting, you know, TV scenarios of love that are not perverted or dirty or, like, messed up. And, any, you know, (laughs) Fred's a bit abusive to all of his friends and Wilma's friends and that sort of thing. But the love they have between, you know, they care about each other. And I've even heard rumor that the two actors that played the voices... Of Wilma and Fred were made in real life, so that's pretty sweet if it's true. Now, those are good instances, but you look at shows uh, that, especially ones I used to watch, like Scrubs, which is a hospital comedy from years, you know, back in the '90s and 2000s. Um, you've got a lot of those little teeny bopper, crappy shows like Degrassi, where they're like, like it used to not be so bad now since they're in their, like, billionth reiteration of the show, like, actually, it's like a third or fourth, but since they're in that reiteration of the show, like, somebody's having sex with somebody every other day, and everybody's doing drugs and, like, thinking that that's the way to, you know, be in love and and, and live the relationships, and it's completely, completely, completely false. Because even though you take, you know, like, the idea of love, which is, Okay, we're going to look at a Bible verse, though, um, because I've got a couple verses here. So even if you think that love is just, like, doing things or doing somebody um, or having, you know, sexual things with somebody, it's not always true. So, like, it's part of it when you're married, and it should be when you're married. I'm guilty of, you know, doing doing things before marriage, and uh, I'm guilty of it. I admit it I'm a sinner but, you know, I'm I know that it should be between two married people. But here's the thought that people like I'm gonna look at the New King James Version because the King James Version of this ver of these verses, instead of saying love, says charity. And in order to understand why it says charity you have to look into what the original words mean. And it probably just boils down to love. I haven't went into the greek and the hebrew and all that yet to learn all the little tiny meanings behind the words because i just haven't had the opportunity the time and um it's not the you know to me right now it's not the completely most important thing and you know you may say oh well my friend invited me to this show because they just thought i should listen to hear about love well may say I'm not a Christian I don't believe in this well you don't have to be a Christian to believe in love you don't have to be a Christian to actually kind of believe what's in here because these things are normal things that everybody should be doing whether you're a Christian or not and it's just a good thing to do but probably the greatest thing I've ever seen I've never seen you know because this is from the Bible of course but it is you know if somebody really does all these things they really do love somebody so we're going to look now at First Corinthians 13. Some people call it the love chapter, and it's just basically talking about love. So, you know, next time you want to know if you love somebody, you can look at this. I used to throw this around a lot when I was younger, but now that I'm older, I still think it's kind of awesome. So, kind of, you know, I'm exaggerating there. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, so here we go. Looking at 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 through like 8. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Love is not not puffed up. Is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things. Believes all things. Hopes all things. Endures all things Love never fails But whether there are prophecies They will fail Where there are tongues They will cease Where there is knowledge It will vanish away So Look at that man Love, love, love Love is patient Love is kind Love suffers long and is kind (coughs) And Jesus used to say Suffer the little uh, I believe it said uh, Suffer the little Cho- sur- suffer the children to come unto me, not. So, there's a good thought for you. And I'm going to point out another Bible verse. A lot of people want to throw this around because they think it's cute, and and this is actually something that's between a husband and a wife. Because people people just want to throw this around as, oh, this is you know whatever. Because the verse, it's in Proverbs five, fifteen through nineteen. Those are the ones I looked at, but it really starts at – it really starts at verse 18, I should say, and it's – because it's talking – I don't even quite understand, but it goes back, and people want to just pick out this one verse, but really I look at verse 15. It says, drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well. Should your fountains be dispersed abroad, streams of water in the streets, let them be your own and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. As a loving deer and a graceful doe, let her breasts satisfy you at all times and always be enraptured with her love. And people want to take the, the last part there with the, the as a loving deer and a graceful doe, and they just want to kind of run with it and mean it to mean all kinds of stuff. But you got to look at the befores and the afters. And I looked at the befores. Sometimes the afters, they end with that verse, so it doesn't really always work that way. But it's there. I mean, there's all kinds of verses like that. So, I mean, it's saying, hey, you know, let your wife satisfy you all times. It's You know, it's there. Because it says, remember, the wife of your youth. The woman you married when you were young, and now you're older, apparently. But love is all around on Valentine's Day. So, you know, think about it though. Like, love, man. You know, do you really like after hearing 1 Corinthians 13? Love suffers long as it's kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil does not rejoice in iniquity but rejoices in the truth bears all things believes all things hopes all things endures all things love never fails <coughs> so does that mean you know in that verse 13 those verses 13 4 through 8 does that type of bible verse should you know should those types of things be what we see on tv or should it be this lusty, like, really lusty, tripey, like, just terribleness? Because, in my opinion, I would much rather see the Bible verse version of love. Because the other is just a perverted, like, screwed up version uh, a lot of times. Because you have all these, like, shows like, that I mentioned, like, Degrassi. And you have, like, oh gosh, there's so many of them out there. The shows with the... Like where they just want to get revenge on people and they just want to – this person's going to have sex with this person so that they can get revenge on this other person. And, you know, it just becomes such a, like, drawn-out mess that to me it just seems sort of not right. But if you look at the Bible verses there, you know – yeah, so – just think about that, because so so often, what do you you know what do you watch it on TV? How are you telling your your spouse that you love them? How are you telling your boyfriend or your girlfriend that you love them? How are you showing it? Because there's so many different ways to tell and show and to um, communicate love, and it doesn't have to be through sex or through you know some people say oh I love them I I hit I, I hit on them because I love them. I leave bruises to show that I lo- No, you don't. You're stupid. And then I'm going to throw out this really confusing Bible verse. Um, because a lot of things confuse me, and I have no idea what the heck this is talking about. But this is a, uh, something in Song of Solomon uh, that I should probably read the befores and the after. But, you know, I'm just going to point this out as a laughing point because super confusing. It says... Song of Solomon 410, how fair is your love, my sister, my spouse? How much better than wine is your love and the scent of your perfumes than all spices? How fair is your love, my sister, my spouse? What? Like, ugh! that's not supposed to be. How, what, why? Confusing. I have no idea what's going on there. You can read it for yourself, though. It is Song of Solomon four ten. But I'm going to take a look at four eight through ten and see what I get. <laughs> it says, "Come from me, come with me from Lebanon, Lebanon, my spouse. With me from Lebanon. Look from the top of Amana from the." Sinir and Herman from the lion's den, from the mountains of the leopards. You have ravished my heart, my sister, my spouse. You have ravished my heart with one look of your eyes, with one look of your necklace, with one link of your necklace. How fair is your love, my sister, my spouse? Ooh, it just creeps me out a little bit. How better is your love? How better than wine is your love and the scent of your perfumes, and than all spices Whoa! just think about that that's song of Solomon fourteen or four eight through ten, sorry, four eight through ten. Give that a look while you're at it, Why don't you? But remember that you know love is patient, love suffers long, and is kind. Just check out first Corinthians thirteen four through eight, and you won't be dissatisfied. I can tell you that because. If you use those to your advantage, man, you could never, you'll never you never be dissatisfied. It'll be awesome. Now, we're going to look at another song from B-Shock. Yeah, I'm being weird. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys and gals, but I'm being weird. Let's look at another song from B-Shock. This is Broken Wings. Yeah, this is Broken Wings by B-Shock here on The Focus. Yeah. You might be in a place in your life where... God gave you wings, but you don't feel like you can fly anymore. Your wings are beaten, broke down by the world, but God wants you to fly. Free, so free, and when we hear, when we hear, the voices sing, the voices the book of love will open up and let us Broken Wings here on The Focus. Be shock check him out, com. Awesome music. Let him know that you heard his music here on The Focus. Be sure to leave the URL. All right, so on this morning's show, I've been talking about love and how you need to check out First Corinthians 13, and how different and how much more respectful would TV's love be if they kind of um, – you know, went by verse First Corinthians. First, it wouldn't be all this this drama filled, trampy, messy, revenge, sex ridden, hate or sex ridden, um, lusty mess. But what kind of you know what kind of image would be sent to America? What kind of image would be sent to the world if people actually followed, you know, First Corinthians and you know, don't forget to check out Song of Solomon's creepy verse that I don't understand. Probably not nowhere near as creepy as I'm thinking, but it still seems creepy to me in my head. So remember, because you see it on TV doesn't mean it's real love, and you know, if it's Valentine's Day doesn't mean you have to show that type of love towards somebody. I'm sure a lot of people will, but nothing says you have to. So, First Corinthians four thirteen, four through eight. <coughs> uh, and there's other verses as well that you should be checking out. Actually if you go to Google and you do a quick search on love, you can find a billion verses. There's tons of verses everywhere about love. Love is one of the most important things that I found in the Bible. That's not actually like Jesus related. So that's pretty- And Proverbs 519, check that out. And as always, remember to keep your focus on Christ, because no matter what happens, he will never steer you wrong.